Welcome to episode 47 of Skippable Cutscenes. Marissa, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Marissa. I'm playing Vera, the bard and pirate. Following the attack on the Weaver's base, our heroes spent the day uh, repairing the compound. Um, when they were done, they sat around the fire to tell some stories. This is Vera's story. Yeah, we fought off the ninjas. Um, I don't, I gotta write ninjas <laughs> down now. Hold on. No. There's ninjas in this one. They're pirate ninjas. Sure. Uh, they could just, they're ninjas. actually probably just ninjas. Yeah, no. You can have pirate ninjas. Yeah, pirates. They're yeah. just ninjas on a boat. <laughs> they got the little the little like hats, the little uh like I... conical hats, and then they have their little short tanto knives. No, the ninjas can just uh, swim underwater with the bamboo thing. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, you've got like Navy SEALs kind of shit going on here. Yep. And uh, they just immediately hop out of the water and somehow, instead of like climb out, they like shoot out like a like a dolphin and then they land on the deck <laughs> on their feet and then they cut somebody with a like a single draw of their knife. Dolphin ninjas. Dolphin ninjas. So this sounds like a, a prime opportunity for Sega to come up with a Shinobi and Echo crossover. Shinobi Echo crossover. Honestly, I would totally play like a weird. Uh, what was that? Um, uh, like a, a game. When you know one of those like nostalgic game history games where they sort of like take inspiration from a lot of things. I would totally mm -hmm. just love to see like a weird Sega mashup kind of thing. Oh, sure. Where it's got it's got everything from it. You know, it starts with like some flickies and fantasy zone stuff. Goes through some like Alex systems. Kidd. Yeah, goes through some like Space Harrier kind of uh, Space Harrier and like Hang On kind of like Super Sixteen games, and then ends up going into like the Genesis weirdness of you've got you know Shinobi, you've got Echo, you've got Sonic, like all of these things just blurred together in a uh, <laughs> a giant nostalgic reference cavalcade. Um, yeah, no, that would be cool. But I was just thinking of a, of a game where you either play as a as a ninja trying to hide among a bunch of dolphins, or one where a dolphin is a ninja. <laughs> a dolphin trying to hide a bunch of ninjas. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, this story takes place uh, in your your second year on board uh, while you were learning to be a. So how long was Vera? How long was Vera sailing independently after she left? Like two or three years? Yeah, it's got to be about two, two or three years. Okay, can't be that much longer because she's still pretty young. Yeah, you know. she's like what is she like twenty two? <sighs> yeah, like early twenties. So you know. Okay. Well, anyway, this takes place uh, on a boat that you were on, the one that you spent the most time on, called the uh, shit. What was the name of your boat? God damn it! You came up with the name of a boat. Yes. This is the Firebrand. Oh, you remember nice. this? Okay, you remember this name. You have been on for slightly less than two years. Uh, you are in the officers' quarters with First Officer Barrett, and it is your performance review. <laughs> Normally, there would have the, been uh, one. The, the resistance in Midgard. No, he is not part of the resistance. In but Midgard. I'm not thinking him as looking like that. You're you not going to do Why that not? kind of a voice, though. Don't don't do like no. a Mr. T voice. No, but I we may we may bring up shiny golden wires of hope. <laughs> That's what that line is, right? It's something like that. Oh, God, I don't remember. He he starts with, uh, so 
Vera. Yes. Captain. Is that the captain? This is the first officer. Oh, the first captain officer. doesn't do the performance reviews. <laughs> okay. Sure. Trust me. They, 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 they farm that out to anyone else they can. So you've been with us for slightly less than two years. Yeah, I sure have. Um, you have become adept at some things, but you have, uh, you don't necessarily fit in with the crew very much. Um, well. There, there have been some complaints. For example, uh, Crewman Stevens would not like to be called Brando, especially in front of the other crew members. Okay, but you have to admit, he looks like a Brando. Uh, he just goes like HR stone faced. It's got what plants crave. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what that means, but it means just salty, salty like like the ocean, right? That's a thing that you guys do or talk about. See, this is the, this is the most common issue we have. You, you're very chatty. You, you spend a lot of time playing music that people don't like. Like it's one thing to you know sing some nice sea shanties, but this, uh, a lot of your songs you have this like sad wailing sound when you sing, and really you, irritates. What is wrong with whales? <laughs> Okay. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with whales. It's uh, it's just the sort of sound that you. Well, it's not my fault. Somebody took away my musical saw, and so I had to make do. I took away your musical saw because it is the most infuriating sound that I can possibly imagine. If you would let me bring on um, additional instruments, we could definitely make an entire uh, uh, bluegrass ensemble here and include the musical saw. What is the quietest musical instrument that you know? Um, I mean, the truth is anything can be loud if you put your mind to it. I, sup- the- <laughs> I suppose I could quietly play the flute. I mean, uh, an accordion is kind of limited in terms of its, uh, its, its volume range. All right. Could you please stick to one of those two? I have a fiddle. He just groans a little bit. Like, are you gonna? Are you going to? What kind of songs would you play on your fiddle? I mean, the fiddle is probably the most suited to sea shanties or the accordion, I suppose. If I'm, if I'm, yes, if I have to have you, one style of music. But you don't listen. People just don't like your music. It's the wrong style for this boat. Hmm. Anyway, this is beside the point. Um. Yeah, I thought this was a performance review of my, uh, of you're, my abilities here, not of... Yeah. Uh, you're often very insulting to other crew members. You're very dismissive of their uh, of their experience. You're very... You very often tell them what to do. And they don't appreciate that. Well, I don't appreciate being dragged into situations where I might die because someone does not understand... Uh, uh, the proper course of action. He takes offense of this and like, listen, we didn't know what we were getting into on in Glitterstone Reef. Who expects a ghost boat full of 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 uh, cannibal rats? I said 
this doesn't seem like a good idea. Also, the cannibal rats. Wait, I'm the one who got bitten the most, so... Yeah, you, you I remember performed this. well. You performed well in 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 that expedition. Uh, you did save Ensign Ricky's life. Also, not his name. Please don't call him that. That's way cuter, though. What's his real name, Rigatoni? Is it just Tony? <laughs> yes, Ensign Tony. It's his last name. I see. Um, in any case, I have, I will point out that my initial job was not to fight things or to play instruments. Those are just, uh, hobbies, I would say. Um, you know, I, I am here because it seems that most of you are not able to properly read or forge documents of a official nature. Well, I mean, I'm sure you could read it, but. You could. I don't know about Tony. <laughs> this is what we're talking about with uh, constantly insulting other crew members. That's not an insult. That's just a fact. Sure, but it is a sensitive topic for many people who are not able to read. And you sort of flaunt it in their face, including to the point where you sang a song about someone not being able to read to their face. Oh. It's a parody. I'm sure I'm sure that was your intention. Satire is a is a well respected and ancient art form. And uh, I will not have you disparaging it. It's not it's not me. It is the ancient poets uh, that you are uh, disparaging when you make light of it. Roll a charisma check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's a natural 20, so it's a 25. <laughs> okay, he's he's a little cowed by your like, oh man, I can't insult the, the greats. I'm First Officer Barrett. I, I read books sometimes. <laughs> he mostly reads like uh like adventure books, things about uh ah. things that in the in the you know two centuries ago would have been called like little boys fiction. Uh, well, I mean in uh in in I have uh, I have done it's you some favors. I've, uh, when we've been in town, I have found uh, ways to procure you the latest novels, which I, I will remind you are not the easiest thing to come by in the open ocean. Yes, I'm really enjoying uh, my most recent one. It's about uh, it's about two squids that fall in love, um, and then they have a kid who ends up uh, not wanting to be a squid and wants to go on land and be a pirate. Yeah. They'll go on, you know, on a boat and raid the land as a pirate. Yeah, it's called, um, God, there's no way I'm going to be able to come from the community. Uh, this is like Octodad, but for a pirate um, and the squid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, in any case. Uh, it's called Eight Sheets to the Wind. That's pretty good. It's the best I could come up with. I know, that's a hard one to come up with just like uh, extemporaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. Look, I am well aware that I don't exactly blend in with the other crew persons. 
Um, yeah, you tend to dress a little more flamboyantly. I, I mean, look, people. There's there's a reputation about pirates and privateers being, you know, fancily dressed, like frilly, uh, uh, frilly shirts and whatnot. But we're on a boat. I'm literally wearing what ocean. I would be considering my undershirt and pantaloons. It's not my fault. They're made of silk and uh, embroidered. If you'd let me spend more of uh, some time coming up with a uniform for us. We've had the uniform discussion multiple times, and both I and the captain object heavily, especially the matching skirts. <laughs> they don't all need to be skirts. Some of them could be skorts. We, we don't feel that it's wise to have legs that expose in combat. Oh. Hmm. And the lace trails are easy to trip over. <laughs> this is like a magical girl pirate outfit. <laughs> and the uh, the very complicated hairstyles take up too much time in uh, part of the as part of the morning routine. I've been able to get three of the uh, the other pirates to do a group pose with me, though. So I feel like that's I... that's a good bonus for morale. Yes, a lot of people enjoyed laughing at you. They're not going to be laughing once they see how impressive it is. It's a show of coordination and, and unity. I mean, maybe if you were to do something more intimidating, because it, it is important that pirates be intimidating. I mean, I punched them afterwards when, after they laughed at me, so. No, I mean the uniforms. No, the uniforms aren't happening. Look, Never- it doesn't matter what you're wearing as long as you stab them afterwards if they laugh. They very quickly will, stop, will learn to stop laughing at you. Please do not stab other crew members. That is that is one of the other formal complaints we have had issued because you have stabbed. They've never been stabbed. Or punched. Well, okay. Uh, five crew members on eight different occasions? They all started it. I'm sure they did. He's writing notes on his thing here. Look. I was brought on, I was brought on for my set of skills and I'm doing the best I can to blend in. Um, I, look, you know how you're, you know how you said that people are sensitive about the their inability to 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 read or understand the uh, the the political uh, yeah geography of the sea of lenses. I this is all new to me as well, right? And I've been trying yeah. my best. I think you have you have improved at your your core sailing skills. Your your knots have gotten better. You've learned most of the names of the various components of the ship, and of which there are many. And if I make up a nickname for them, there's the pointy side and the stubby side. And that just helps me remember. It's a mnemonic. Listen, discipline is supposed to be issued by the captain and executed by his delegates, not by you. And 
also not force lights against you. No. Oh. Well, I mean, what kind of pirate are pirates work to earn shares? We're all in this together. It's important that we not kill each other. I didn't kill anybody. I simply don't have the punching strength to kill anybody. If you'd give me back my rapier, however. Uh, n- only when needed for an excursion. Hmm. Well, I still have other ways, I suppose. Um, okay, but you have to admit, uh, I've been able to get us into three ports that, uh, otherwise would have been inaccessible. That is true. (sighs) You do have value to this ship, but honestly, as soon as we find anyone who can even kind of do what you do we would likely take that person over you. Hmm. That's good to know because... Uh, well, never mind. Um... You have... Uh... You've stretched a lot of people's patience. Now, if you were to somehow change your behavior, maybe we would change our mind on this, but you... Consistently don't follow orders and you damage the morale on the ship and you don't necessarily relate very well to other people. They, they don't share the same background as you and it feels like you're not the best cultural fit for the ship. Hmm. I can't really change anything about my culture. I'm, Fair enough. I will... I will consider my options and act appropriately. Uh, As this is going on, you start to hear some uh, commotion outside. Uh, The first officer sort of looks around a little confused. Where is my thingy here? And I need... This is what I get. I I was totally ready for such a long time, and then I (laughs) unreadied. There it is. Hiding over there. And uh, another crewman pops in. Actually, this is Brondo. Crewman Stevens. (laughs) Stevens. His name is Crewman Stevens. He's a very buff dude. (laughs) Yeah. It's a compliment. You get a a side-eye glare from uh, First Officer Barrett and says, we're under attack. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, The uh, First Officer and Brondo leave the room. You hear uh, you hear noises, you hear um, you hear you hear singing. Singing? It's sort of like an otherworldly, uh, an otherworldly sound. Hmm. That's not good. 
you hear the sounds of combat. Uh, I'll look out the door. Uh, you see uh, a bunch of your crewmen on deck. Uh, a bunch of them sort of seem to be uh, hover, like walking towards um, this like floating or flying uh, humanoid-sized creature, and a number a number of other ones are shooting at it. Okay. Um, hmm. Let's see. What 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 kind of things are nearby me? Uh, you are in the uh, officers' like quarters, meeting room area. There's a um, there are maps. There um, there are a couple of like uh, beds. There's some chests around. Hmm. Uh, a small amount of food. This is where they keep. This is where they hide the booze and the cheese, and the like the like salted meats. The good okay. shit. Well, I'm just wondering if anything can be used as an improvised instrument, since I, I don't have access to my 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 normal uh, uh, my my musical saw has been comp- uh, confiscated. Oh, it would be in here somewhere if you want to look for it. I'm gonna pull out my fucking musical saw or a banjo. All right, uh, roll an investigation check to see if you can find it. All right, let's see what or we got. Any any instrument like device. <laughs> let's see what we got here. Eh, that's an 11. Okay. Uh, you know that since First Officer Barrett was the one who took your saw, you check his chest, and in there is your saw. And a lot of, like, fake teeth and, you know, like all the other things that were confiscated. Little, like, uh, Groucho Marx glasses and uh, some... <laughs> okay. <laughs> a couple of weird masks. There's a whoopee cushion. Yeah. Um, what about my, a lot my sword? Of cell Where's phones. my sword? Uh, your sword is a sword is in this room. Okay, I will grab whatever sword that is. Okay, it's a it's a standard rapier or cutlass, similar to what you're used to on a pirate ship. I'm gonna play my musical saw with the sword. Okay. Uh, it's, what is your intention to do with this? It's incredibly annoying and loud. Um, and yet. Uh, we'll try to drown out the the. Seems like a siren or something like that. Uh, it's flying, so you suspect it is a harpy. Harpy. Oh, okay. It has wings. Yeah. I thought it might, it might have been like floating or something. Uh, it's a little bit dark and misty outside, but you could definitely tell that it's uh, it's probably a harpy because sirens don't float, as far as you know. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and try to 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 play this. This improvised weapon of mine here, improvised thing to 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 have a, a performance off with it. All right. Uh, do you step outside of the officers' quarters? I guess I have to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's also get you in the initiative order. So okay. roll initiative. I'll roll initiative for... That's pretty decent. Okay, <clears throat> it's completely average. Is actually what it is. So what is your average? Sixteen. Okay. Um, you step out and you hear sort of a magical melody emanating from the harpy. You need to roll a uh, wisdom save. Okay. Uh, 14. You succeed. 
Okay. You, you shake off the, the, the herpes effects while... Um, a lot of... Uh, a lot of the crew seems to be approaching the harpy, like trying to like crowd around her. It's a, it's a girl harpy. You can see the you can see the boobs. Um, that's that's what harpies got. They got they got they got singing and bird legs and wings and boobs, just hanging out there. Yeah, um, you're also immune to the harpy song for the next twenty four hours. So oh, good. Yeah. Uh, and you want to play? I want to play. Roll a performance check. Uh, once again, a very average roll. Um, performance is 19. Okay, I'm gonna have, I guess the harpy roll a performance check. Uh, what would their charisma bonus be? Plus one. Okay, so they get a nine. So your song, is much better than the harpy song, and a bunch of the crew that are crowded around the harpy sort of like shake their head and go, "What? Okay, what?" Um, my favorite thing, uh, of course. Oh wait, I don't yeah. know if that's 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 my turn. So okay, uh, playing, but you you can move or bonus action. Uh, bonus action. I will pick up some. Um, some stones and uh, oh, from magic stone. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. I don't know. Some some uh, some whatever they got around there. Some fish. Just a couple we, we of, wrap of particular of. You know what it is? Uh, stockfish. Okay. Dried. Right. Dried fish. All right. We we wrap around to the harpy's turn. Um. They continue singing and are a little frustrated that it doesn't seem to be working anymore and. They uh, they pick up the person you usually call Ensign Ricky, mm-hmm. and like they're struggling to fly up and start to fly across the center of the uh, the center of the ship's deck, like they found their their meal for the next couple days. Okay, Ricky, no, it is now your turn. Um. <laughs> Okay, I will say that is. Uh, I will shout that that's actually he's my. That's uh, my toy. He's to... the only person on the boat that kind of likes you. Yeah, he's my. That's my toy and friend to play with. He's, he's the only your, one who kind of uh, likes me. He's your Samuel Tarly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, and I will point at her and cast Tasha's hideous laughter. All right, that is a wisdom save. Uh, yes. Uh, okay, they get a twelve. So this this harpy uh, starts cackling, and they fall prone. Yep. Okay. Uh, they let go. Uh, actually, I think they would technically no. They would. Uh, this is incapacitated. Yep. Okay. So yeah, they let go of um, Ensign Ricky, who's only like five feet up. So he just hits the ground without any pain, and they're also not that high up, so they don't take any damage from the fall. But the harpy is cackling on the deck. Okay, I'm gonna run up to the harpy then. Okay, you are next to the harpy. The rest of the crew, um, you're joined by First Officer Barrett and a couple of other uh, Marines. I believe that's what the term would be. The armed 
uh, crew members. And they're not sure what to do. Uh, would they know that, because it breaks if they take damage, but they get advantage on the strike. Um, they get a save when they take damage, yeah. Okay, they get a save when they take damage. I'll have them roll an intelligence check to see if they, uh, but they get a save every turn too, right? Yep. So it would be wise for them to attack. Yes. All right. It's a good idea for them to I, I tell kill the damn thing. First officer Barrett is going to roll with advantage and he is to hits. Roll his How many hit points does this thing have? Okay. Um He does seven points of damage. He's gonna go again. AC. Okay, AC's actually pretty low on these guys. And that is six points of damage. Alright. Uh, next guy hits. I'm just gonna okay, they all hit. That's a, they combine for another ten points of damage. Alright. It is... The Harpy's turn. Mm -hmm. You get a save for each attack, right? Every time it takes damage, it gets a save, so... Okay, on the last attack, they do shake out of it, but they're still prone and on the ground. Okay. Um, it is their turn. They've already used their song. Uh, they're going to stand up. Mm-hmm. So they're no longer prone. Uh, who are they going to attack? They're going to look at you, who did the song, and they are going to uh, attack with their claws first. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a 13 to hit, which I believe misses. That will miss. I will dodge that. Okay. And then they have a club in the other hand, which they are also going to with. And that is a 17 to hit. I will use my defensive duelist as a reaction to make my AC 18. All right, so uh, they it looks like they would hit you with the club, but you you pull up with the the sword that you have, and are able to force them to miss. Okay. And they're frustrated, and uh, they got to try moving. They stood. Oh wait, is that half their movement? That's half their movement. Okay. But uh, oh, I can't. Yeah. Okay. They're gonna try and fly up. Provoking opportunity attacks, not from you because you use your reaction, mine, yeah. but uh, from Brondo, not Brondo, um, First Officer Barrett, <laughs> and so that's one hit. Not Brondo. So twenty-five, or well, another another five damage or six damage. They look pretty rough. They are now uh, so they have the room to stand up. The problem is that this is this is a creature that has both a walking speed and a fly speed. Yeah, so. you're like, what is half move? Well, I guess half of either, so both. So yeah. you know, uh, they are slightly over the edge of the boat. So if they were to fall again, they would hit the water. Okay. But they are. They seem to be running. Hmm. Okay. Looks like they were here mostly to just grab a quick meal and leave, but it is not going as well as they expected. Uh, it is your turn. How far away are they? Uh, they are about uh, they're they're about 
eight to ten feet in the air, and they are uh, ten to fifteen feet away from you. Well, I guess I might as well just try to. I will t- pick up my uh, my uh, uh, heavily dried sardine and okay. chuck it at it like a fucking ninja star. All right, roll your attack. That's 21. That hits. Roll damage. Uh, four plus something. It's five, I guess. Yeah. So nine. Nine. Budging damage. All right. Uh, uh, it looks really, really, really rough. Action surge. Okay. Oh wait, no, we just uh, we did, yeah actually. No, you're level seven. Deal with it. Action surge. Um, All right. Oh, but I determined I couldn't attack with that as a. That, no, the uh, spell. No, no, that, no wait, action surge. Would be, I can because I can take yeah, one additional but, action. You're right. Yeah, yeah, that would be extra attack that you can't do that with. But action surge, you can do whatever the hell you want. Action surge, and I will throw a second fish at it. <laughs> Roll throwing. I miss. More dried fish. What'd you get? I got a one. Oh, okay. So the second fish goes wide. Damn it. Uh, Curse you, you tasty uh, umami bombs. Or even funnier, the harpy catches it and is like, hmm. No. I roll to see if they catch it. It was a natural one. So, it was a natural oh, one. Don't worry. They rolled a natural one on their dex check. <laughs> they kind of do the cat thing or the or the dog thing where you like chuck a... a, a piece of food at them to catch in their mouth and they try but they like hit in their face but you know, yeah obviously not enough to do damage not enough to do damage all right uh so it is the crew's turn uh a couple of them do have crossbows ready and they both miss a natural one and a natural four reminds me what i still needed was a fucking longbow but uh Put that in your notes because you can investigate the. Well, I'll write that later. Yeah. There's probably a slightly singed longbow available for you. Yeah, I just I'm trying to remember that because I, I want a longbow. All right, it is the harpy's turn. They are going to move 40 feet uh, away from the ship, putting them 50, slightly less than 50 feet away from the edge of the ship. Hmm. Okay. Oh. So less than 60 feet. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will use my third, uh, my third fish. Third fish. All right. You're not getting away with this. Okay. There we go. That's a 24. That hits. Roll damage. Uh, that is eight. You hit them in the back of the head. See a, a figure drop and a sploosh sound as they hit the water. Yes. Did you see that? Uh, some people are still like ringing out their ears because of being entranced by the song. And they're like, ugh. And First Officer Barrett is just. <sighs> I didn't want to use my, good, my best uh, spells because I felt like it would have been unfair. But yeah. That's fine. Good. I mean, magic shows a cantrip. You've had that since the beginning. so. Oh, I have dispel magic now. So that's the thing. But. Oh, that wouldn't have done much to a harpy. 
No, not to the harpy, to the to the people he's in, uh, she's enchanted. Oh, uh, this is not listed as a magical ability. Well, it says a magical melody, so yeah. Um, it doesn't have a level assigned to it, so I don't fucking know. Yeah, who knows? It's fine. Doesn't really matter. It, it would probably auto dispel because there's no way it's higher because it's level three and higher that counts. Towards yeah, it's a level three spell. Yeah, and there's no way that a harpy who, you know, CR one creature is going to have a yeah anything that strong. All right. Um. So Ensign Ricky comes up to you and is like, "Thank you so much. I'm so glad I'm not dead." No problem. I'm glad you're not dead too. Yeah, I'm glad you're not dead either. I, yeah, I was probably not in danger of dying, but thank you. Yeah, thanks. I'm in danger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's the Ralph Wiggum of the boat. <laughs> Ancient Ralph, uh, Ensign Ralphie. <laughs> How'd you know my brother's name? Oh, yeah. Your brother, huh? I, see. I have a twin. I see. Um, Wait, a brother. Not a twin. That's different. Yeah, yes, they are. But the same. Well, one is one is a subset of the other, yes. You can have a brother, but not a twin, but you can have a twin who is also a brother. Yes. I always wish I had a twin when I was younger. Actually, I still do. Like, there are so many times in my life where having someone who you could, like, talk to openly and be okay with that would have been really useful. Aww. I mean, I have, I have, I have two older sisters, but you know, that's those are older sisters. That's a very different kind of experience. Yeah, absolutely. I have no older. Someone siblings. who like you always shared a room with, and be like, they know you in ways that you don't even know yourself because they get to like see that from the outside. Hmm. Okay. I'm sorry yeah. you don't have a twin. That's fine. It's okay. We're like twins, oh, according really, to that God, one, yeah, that, according that one, to that one lady. Target. So the story is, we were shopping at Target. Um, I am tall, and I have, you know, normal hair. Uh, Marissa has, at the time, it would have been blue, I believe. I think it was pink, but yeah. Okay. Either blue or pink hair. Um, she doesn't look that much. Really, she is also yeah, we tall. We really don't look that similar. No, you've got we've got very different like face shapes and uh, and whatnot, and the the cashier looked at us and and said twins. I'm like, no, how does that happen? Like, if she said sisters, he could have understood at it being like, oh, these are obviously tall people. Clear, maybe they're related because they have you know it's just a tall family. Mm-hmm. That I would kind of see. Yeah, but, but twins. Twins is twins is not the twins is very specific. Yeah. Especially because, you know, we have a lot of very different physical characteristics. Yeah. We're, like the, the, the chest area, for starters. Uh, yeah, for now. Um, uh, no, it's, it's, you know, it is strange. I don't, I don't understand that whole, like, I mean, maybe you think all white people look alike, but, you know, we don't even have, like, similar color hair. We don't even yeah. have similar color eyes. I mean, well, we do have similar color eyes, but they're actually they're, no. They're... Our, our eyes from a from a five foot distance, our eyes are just light eyes, so that that you could see. Yeah, being... fair enough. No, so but otherwise we're fairly sure. different. At anyway. least enough to be to to you know possibly to not siblings, be but like 
Only because of the height, not because of literally anything else. Yeah, but twins now. Because you actually look quite a bit different than both your siblings. Yeah, we have a few similarities, but we are, we're all, we all have differences. Whereas I look a lot like both my siblings. There's definitely a, a family resemblance between you three. Anyway. Yes. So, uh, First Officer Barrett comes up to you and says, I was going to give you a one-star review, but taps you on the back. I guess it's going to have to be two stars. I got an extra star for... You... Okay. You officially, writes down, needs improvement. Well, at least I'm still on the ship for now. As long as I kill anybody who might be a rival. And any harpies? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, if the harpy could write, I'm pretty sure they would have taken her, but... Uh, harpies speak common. Yeah, so It doesn't definitely... say anything about being able to write. Well, they don't really have hands, do they? They have claws. They have claws on their feet. Oh, and wings okay. On their arms, so well they have they have clubs, so they actually have a weapon, so they're holding that with something. What's a D and D harpy look like? Let's look this up. Uh, if I recall, well, the, the fifth edition harpy has a particular picture that I think I use as my. Uh... Oh, okay, yeah. No, they they have like wings and arms. And oh, okay. They have, like bird bird claws on both their arms and feet. Hmm. So it could be like a left claw and they're holding the, the club in their right hand or it could be they're climbing with their feet. It's not really. Okay, fair enough. I had I had this harpy picture as my my avatar on Twitter for a while. Oh. Just because she looks like she's just done with your shit. She really does. She's like, ugh. Seriously, really? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm looking. Was this in the book somewhere? Uh, Fifth edition. The, the monster, manual? monster manual, yeah. It's also on the D and D Beyond. Oh, you found it. Yeah, I'll I'll link it to you. But for anybody listening, because you know, great radio is talking about a picture. Um. Uh, it's on D and D Beyond, and she just looks she looks entirely sick of your shit. She's like, yeah, naked in a tree. She's just she's over it. Yeah, and but she has like. Uh... Claw feet and claw hands. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'll take my two-star review and um, and think about it. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll take this and I'll file it under consideration. Thank you. I, uh, I'm, I'm taking it seriously. He he goes off to tend to the wounded and get a report, and then also lambast the person on watch for not alerting. Now all I have to do is Thanks. to continually save the crew and, uh, you know. Wow, that seems harder than I thought. I have to ask myself if friends are really worth that at this point. Hmm. Actually, no. The better idea is to just have my own fucking... Uh, have your own ship. Have my own ship. You know, you know, you know how to, you know how to not be uh, lambasted by the boss. Be the boss. Mm-hmm. Then nobody has to care about uh, what music I play or how cute the uniforms are. 
That too. They're all gonna dress like magical girls and pirates. <laughs> They're gonna be fancy pirates. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be dandy pirates. <sighs> Somebody's horning in on my uh, on my plans, huh? Mm-hmm. Has been for a while. Well, we're gonna have to put a stop to that. I think. Uh, God, we still have four minutes to kill. Um, so. I think you don't have. You know what? I mean, I think you don't have to, to edit as much if you really don't feel like it. Wink. Yeah. You know what? I try to be concise. I try to provide you with with nothing but uh, nothing but the action. Um, <sighs> with the, without padding. Um. No, it's it's uh I have to listen to all of them. Maybe I'll yeah. I, I'm gonna have to listen to all this stuff while I'm uh I'm bedridden oh for a while. So Yeah, you'll be you'll be starved for content at that point. I'll be like, fine, I'll figure out what's up with Brian for once. That may be our best episode. <sighs> oh Brian. Anyway. Someday I'll come across Ensign Brando again and Ricky. Unless they're dead. I haven't decided yet. They could be dead. That would be sad. Maybe that's maybe that's why you left the ship. Uh, Ensign Ricky got killed, and that you had no more allies, so you just sort of like said, fuck it, I'm not going on here. That's true. That's a reasonable exit. Yeah. I don't know. I... I... I can always find another, another ship to sucker, I suppose. Anyway... That's all we have for this session. Marissa, where can people find you? Um, gosh, where can you find me? I normally plug Radical Town, but... Uh, um, but currently, uh, sign-ups are closed, and they're going to be closed until I feel like I'm able to, to pay attention to that. Uh, but you know what? If you send me a message on uh, Twitter at Cambrian underscore era... I will give you a Cambrian, uh, Radical Town invite if you would like to join our uh, one of our one of now the biggest um, or most active anyway um, instances on, on Mastodon. I think it's the second largest general purpose instance that speaks English. Yeah, they, there's a lot of caveats here because like the the porn instances are really high, and there's there's some Japanese instances, some that Japanese are really ones, big. and then there's the weird turf and gab ones, which are kind of hard to tell in actual stats because they obviously get a them. lot of that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but other than that, we we have a we have a good good community at this point. It's all gay and all full of cuties. You know what? We have a lot of we have a lot of straight people who are actually uh, really nice straight people. So you know, if you're straight and you're you're a sweetie, feel free to join too. You're okay. You know, I, 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 I will stand up for. I am a proud uh, cishet ally. I'm Detroit, and I do this mostly. Our music is by Ian Stalker. We always appreciate any feedback we get, so feel free to leave any. Also, tell your friends. 